Welcome to LTTK guys. My name is Ololade Ogey and I'm super excited that you are here again. Now if you're new to this channel, thank you for coming. I hope you find it comfortable enough to subscribe and learn with me because I'm all about learning and I'm sharing different things that I learned from culture, from arts, the books I read, personal improvement, spirituality and the likes. And if you're a returning subscriber, hey, 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 thank you fam for coming back again. So guys, I realized that it's been a year since I moved to Germany for my master's degree and I was just thinking that, wow, I've changed a bit, you know, in a bit to integrate into a new culture, some things give, some things come. And also based on that, in this episode, I'm just going to be comparing cultural realities. Being that I am Nigerian, I grew up in Nigeria and I'm now here in Germany. And like I said, I've been able to integrate a bit. So I've learned some things here and there and I will just be comparing the Nigerian culture with the German culture. There is something called the cultural context theory. And under that, there are two different contexts, the high and the low. And Germany falls under the low context culture and Nigeria under the high context culture. And there are stark differences between the two different contexts under four dimensions. So there's the time, the space, the context and information. Now speaking of the time. So for example, in the low context culture, time is not elastic. Time is not flexible basically. So people like to make plans ahead and stick to those plans. People value punctuality and on the other hand, in the high context culture, for example, Nigeria, plans are usually flexible people don't really adhere to schedules sometimes things come up people sometimes kind of you know delay appointments and all of that so that's an example of the difference between the high and low context culture under the dimension of time speaking of space which is the other dimension this is kind of like the distance people need for protection of their privacy so in the low context culture like Germany, for example, privacy is very much honored and there's something called personal space and you, you have to be sure that you are not encroaching another person's personal space. On the other hand, in a high context culture, you know, it can be a little bit different, you know, so it can be a case of my business becoming your business, your business becoming our business and becoming a community business because generally speaking though, but there would always be exceptions, right? Africa generally is more communalistic in nature. There is usually the emphasis on community and personal space is really not a thing, you know, because of our communal nature. So for example, I remember when I was growing up, like I knew my neighbors, my neighbors knew my family and we were really closely knit. I didn't think that there was something like a personal space. I mean, apart from the fact that we had gates surrounding our apartment, right? But like in terms of the relationship, you know, like it was just cool. Then of course there's the context dimension. So this has to do with how information is communicated, right? And in the low context culture, communication is very direct, you know, and Germans are really direct. They tell you what they need to tell you, the way it is, you know, they don't really mind words. Is it minds or means? I'm not sure. But on the other hand, 
in Africa or Nigeria, you know, there is a lot of context in the communication. I remember sometimes when I was growing up, my mom would communicate more with her eyes and with her body language rather than her words. So that's where there is a lot of context, right? There are less words spoken, but a lot of things can be interpreted from the body gestures, the eye contact and all of those things. And yes, there's finally the information dimension. So in the high context culture, information is fast paced, but in the low context culture, information is, is slow and takes time to be transmitted and understood based on those differences. And I've given you some examples. I'm just going to be comparing, right? So speaking of time, for example, when I came to Germany, I didn't really understand that dimension of time and punctuality until I missed my train two times. And those two times I paid dearly financial payment. <laughs> it's the second time, eh? I don't even want to let you guys know how much I spent. Maybe I should even tell you. And that has taught me a lot about the German culture, punctuality of keeping schedules and, and being timely. In German, they call it Punktlichkeit. I don't know if I pronounced it properly. My German friends and colleagues will let me know that. <laughs> but uh, it's really interesting. I have seen that the culture of punctuality is really essential and it's really important and it's a good thing to imbibe. It's one of the things that I have learned with Germans and I think it's really good and something that we can, you know, imbibe in Nigeria. This is not to say that all Nigerians don't keep to time. That's not what I'm saying. Like I said earlier on, there will be exceptions, right? There are people who, based on their backgrounds, how they were raised, you know, for example, my father was always very disciplined and on time. He likes to keep to commitments and all of that. So I wouldn't say that I'm on the extreme end of those that don't keep to time, no. I'm saying that coming here to Germany, I realized how much more important it is to honor time commitments and it's something that we can all, you know, um, take from their culture and use as a way of living or as a, you know, I think I'm talking too much, but... Now, speaking of space and this um, privacy and mind your business culture here in Germany, this is where I would say that I'm not really a fan of that because I feel like sometimes you really want to know someone on a personal level. But I think for Germans, it takes quite some time before they open up to you. I wouldn't even say that I have learned all that all there is to know about the German um, value of space, right? But I have seen that they really value their personal space and to get into that personal space, you have to know them on a deeper level and that will take a lot of time. On the other hand, it's not the same case in Nigeria. It's like making friends, for example, is very easy, it's usually very easy and in fact, sometimes when I see some Africans, like there is this knowing of, hey, I know you, I feel you, right? <laughs> There's this connection that you have with the African community here. And that for me is something that I think would be good for, you know, Germans to learn. Then on the context, right, this direct communication thing, this is another area that I would say that I'm learning and I really like. I really like that Germans are very direct with their communications. They are clear with you what they are expecting of you and it helps to not misinterpret or misunderstand. Like when my German colleagues or, you know, um, German 
acquaintances are talking to me they go straight to the point regarding what it is that they need or what they want to say with me and that is for me a way to save time right unlike we in nigeria where we sometimes kind of like want to do some personal greetings and all those salutations and all of those things before you go straight to what it is that you are asking for so that's another thing that i would say is different but it's something that i'm trying to imbibe here in germany so when i'm communicating with my german colleagues sending emails i just go straight to the point because i'm like that's how they communicate anyway so if i'm here in germany i have to try as much as possible to see what i can take from the culture learn and you know also give back right so and then this one is just something that they call it will be right any other business so these are other things that i have noticed apart from the theory mind you the theory propounded by edward hall had some criticisms right so it's not a perfect theory but i would say that it's something that i have seen happen or it's something that i've seen manifest and that's why i gave some examples of the space of the time and how i missed my train to show that actually in these dimensions there are some truths to what edward hall was trying to say because there are other theories now that talk about cultural differences like the schwartz cultural orientation theory and the like but um i really like this one of hall because it's really interesting to gist about that being said there are other things that i have noticed like in terms of food germans really 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 like potatoes potatoes are like their staple staple is like every day go 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 they like potatoes a lot and in nigeria of course you know now rice we can do rice morning have to some people can even eat rice three times a day i can't because i feel like it's too much rice in my system so if i eat rice a day i even feel like mm, not today maybe in two days but some people can eat rice all day every day you know another example is in terms of administration so germans like contracts they like paperwork they like appointments everything you want to do is by appointments in germany <laughs> but in nigeria on the other hand you can you can do a lot of things without having to book an appointment for example you can just visit the doctor and say that you have an issue you want some solution or all of that but here in germany it's usually by appointment at least as far as i know right but i would say that it's it's been an interesting one year being in germany you know i've seen some things i have learned where i need to learn and i have been like oh i don't know why they have this kind of culture but you know again you have to respect cultural differences you don't have to take everything from a culture like i also mentioned earlier you can see some things that are good for you and take it and all the other ones that are not good for you you drop it you know in all i would say that i really enjoy the opportunity that i have to interact with another culture that is different from mine because i have seen that it's not all things in a culture that is bad neither is there like a perfect culture so for me i have chosen what i want to take from the german culture and use in addition to what i have from my own home culture and to me that is the beauty of encountering different cultures because then there is the room to be multicultural and multiculturalism helps people to become more open-minded to new experiences and our new experiences are the things that shape our worldview so i would say that in all my one year has been 
been good. Sehr gut. I mean, it's not all that I've had so many perfect experiences. Of course, you know, it wasn't funny when I missed my train. I had to pay a lot of money. But I have learned something from that experience. And yeah. So guys, that's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a comment down below. If you have encountered another culture different from yours, did you learn anything? What would you say was like the highlight or what is it that shocked you the most? Let me know. And of course, you can keep in touch with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Ololade OK. And yes, I look forward to speaking to you next time. Until then, LTTK, let's toast to knowledge. Bye.